everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121. Or online at mybestbailbonds.com. R&R in the morning on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Hey, good morning to you. Top of the morning to all. It's R&R in the morning. He's Rudy. I'm Rob. Easy E driving this all the way till 10 o'clock. I'm excited about having our Me next too. guest this on. I, it's, a, it's a genuine pleasure welcoming on Marty Smith. I, I'm such a fan of yours, Marty. I, I, I've watched what you've been doing all the way since your NASCAR years. I loved the book. It's an honor to have you on, sir. How are you doing this morning? Uh, good morning, fellas. I'm so grateful you gave me the platform this morning. How's everybody doing down there in San Antonio? We're, we're doing good. Before we get to the book, which is great, we got to address the jean shorts, man, in the <laughs> yeah, booth. You, you I came got, to San Antonio. Hey, I didn't know if you were making fun of us, Marty, or, or, or I, 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 I didn't know how to take that, bro. Yeah, I was expecting. Well, when I saw San Antonio <laughs> pop up on my phone, I figured that that was going to be the first thing that was broached. I don't know, man. You. I guess I'm you just can't even you. have any. Yeah, you just can't even have any fun anymore. It's funny. I we messing we, with we you, went man. down there and and wanted to have a great time, and I'm so <laughs> thrilled for you guys in your city that that you guys got Wimby. Right. And we wanted to do something a little different, and boy. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've been in, I've been at ESPN for 18 years. I've never been in something that was that polarizing. Are you serious? Stuff. For real? Dude, I mean, it, the response was something else. Yeah. Actually, oh. we had had no idea oh, that there was fun. We were just it. laughing yeah, at it. Like, with it. I thought it was fun. But man yeah. got his jorts yeah, up. I mean, it was, it was something else, man. <laughs> but yeah, I love y'all's town. It is, <laughs> it is awesome. I had never been to the Alamo. That was my first time I went to the Alamo. That was cool. Was but, it uh, uh, bigger or smaller than you expected? Well, what was neat is the curator took us into this kind of, I guess it's a sort of a temperature-controlled, oh, pressure-controlled yeah. room. You guys might have been in there. and mm-hmm. We got to see a lot of the artifacts and, and, the, and the stories and history behind the artifacts. And I love history, so I was just I was mesmerized. It was but, super cool. Yeah, that's the part of Phil Collins' collection, and that's a whole other story. Uh, we'd like to welcome on Marty Smith. There's a lot of reasons to have Marty on. Uh, we talk right. college football. We could dig into NASCAR and the zeitgeist that is the SEC. But he's got a new book out. And now, are you? Did you ever picture yourself as an author? How how did this become? Well, yes. I mean, I so I studied print journalism in college. I was a writer for the first six or seven years of my okay. post college career, and. So I always did want to write a book, and then I wrote my first one in 2019. It did really well. It was on the New York Times list, and so this one really came together as uh, an idea that with my ESPN job, I have the great blessing of being around some of the greatest leaders ever. Right. And I thought, man, I would love to, to take the wisdom from many of them, break it up into certain pillars or silos, and and all be a conduit or a vehicle to the to the reading or listening public 
that they could use some of that tutelage or wisdom in their daily walk. And, I mean, Nick Saban, Dabo Sweeney, Mac Brown, Kirby Smart, Urban Meyer, Tom Izzo, John Calipari, Roy Williams, it's a who's who, truly. And uh, they were kind enough to give me time. And, and I feel like we put together a really, really cool, uh, informative project. This is applicable to sidelines, to coaching, to a variety of things. And I found it very interesting that your perspective coming from NASCAR, and I know this didn't play into the book itself, but I remember when Joe Gibbs went into, went into NASCAR and there was this process idea of what Joe Gibbs did with football. And he applied it, brought a lot of those principles to NASCAR and began winning. And at that point I realized there are traits in leadership that transfer to no matter what you're doing. And I see the list of things that you've kind of listed as pretty common things. Trust, communication, delegating, right culture, managing crises, evolving and, and with the game and changing your business. How much of this is just truly to be a good coach you got to do this stuff and how much of this is just kind of common sense with daily life yeah it's not a it's certainly not a sports book right it's just that the 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 sports hall of famers that are in the book have experienced so such a diverse group of obstacles and people and money and uh, like i mean it, it is a it is a book that is applicable no matter what your profession is i've actually injected pieces of it into my walk as a husband and father as well. Um, They are vulnerable. You know, we see these folks in press conferences where they're clinical or they're vanilla. Uh, We see them on the sideline where they're demonstrative, upset, whatnot. We don't see them vulnerable very often. Mm. And this is a pretty vulnerable text. Uh, So I know that people are going to take things away from this. And, you know, one thing that I want a piece of feedback that I've gotten that's interesting so far is that readers find themselves gravitating towards certain coaches that are in there. My buddy, I did a I did a speech yesterday and my buddy was like, dude, everything Tom Izzo said, I like that's me. That's who I am. And I'm going to use what he's saying. And so that's interesting to me, too. It's a it's a very diverse text as well. You know, Marty, um, the book is called Sideline CEO, Marty Smith, VSPN. I want to because I'm I'm a girl dad. I got three daughters. I saw you know you spoke with Kim Moke, you spoke with Nancy Lieberman. What did you feel like is are, are they like polar opposites the way women see sideline CEOs handle there? No. Or is it just or is it all the same just two different genders? No, it it the, the uh, coach Mulkey is so intense. Right. Uh, in in every facet of her life, and I loved talking to her. I had not met her prior to her agreeing to give me her time. In fact, I interviewed her uh, just before she left to go to the airport with the LSU Lady Tiger basketball team, which ultimately won the national championship. And I was so taken with that intensity and her her amazing vision of how to lead people in today's world. Because if you have three young ladies in your home, I have two daughters myself. Mm-hmm. All of the inputs that are coming at our children all the time now, I'm in my mid-40s, fellas. I didn't have that stuff. Like, I wouldn't have known that the jorts were so polarizing <laughs> if there wasn't social media. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but but it, I'm telling you, it's, it's – and Patty Gasso is also in the book. And right. she just won her seventh national championship – with Oklahoma softball. And she said to me in the book, the, 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 the word, what she has seen that her, 
the young women on her team want is peace. They wow. want peace. They want to step away from it for a minute and not have to manage all the inputs. And so all of that vulnerability is in there. And again, as a husband and father, I am doing my very best to be present and to have a shut mouth and open ears for my family. And a lot of these coaches are doing the same thing because, guys, if you're a great leader right now, you got to meet them where they are. Yes. Emotionally, because if you don't meet them where they are emotionally, that means that they aren't going to trust you the way that they need to, for, well, the way you need them to in order to get to them. And no two people learn the same way or process information the same way. So yeah. it's vital that you go get them. That's what Deion Sanders is doing right. so well right now. He's going to get them where they are. And, you know, it, that's got to be tough, Marty, because, you know, you get some of these guys and, you know, you get some of these guys up over 60. So do you bring people around you to show you the way? Because they say that, you know, a smart person always hires somebody smarter than them. But like if I'm Nick Saban and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm over 70 now, trying to come to them can be a can be a task for some. And I'm not just, I don't want to mean, or I don't you mean can to, appear fake yeah, or I don't mean, false. Yeah, or, or, I don't mean to single out Saban because of his age, but I'm just saying like, this got to be a tough transition. But if you don't evolve, as the book talks about, you get left behind. If that's where communication, another one of the pillars, as, as you guys stated there in the book is communication mm -hmm. and listening. That's where the communication comes in because you guys know this. You, some of your listening audience may not head coaches, and CEOs don't touch the guys on the floor all the time, okay? Who does? The strength staff, the administrative staff. So the communication has to permeate the entire culture of the entire place right. so that it gets on a consistent level, uh, excuse me, a consistent basis to the player level or to the employee level. That's where culture comes in. It's all intertwined. Mm. But – it, I mean, it's, it's, that's what was so fast. I'm a nerd about this stuff. <laughs> I have been my whole life. I wasn't, a, I, I wasn't a great athlete, but I achieved well as an athlete because people believed in me when I didn't believe in me. And that's the essence of leadership. Can you bring people along, especially when they don't believe they can do it themselves? A great and, reflection, yes. Great reflection. Marty so, Smith, uh, uh, before we, I, we, we're limited on time, and I want to make sure I get to, I got so many questions for you. And what you're talking about, for anybody who's listening, the applications of a CEO, as, as Marty just said it, and I, and not knowing you, my perception of you is a, a man who is resolute in his faith, but grounded in curiosity. You don't do what you do without being absolutely curious. And the way you've been a sieve and a sponge at the same time to bring this all together. And what is an extraordinary book? I cannot recommend it enough. I, I want to talk about, your journey through the South and the SEC, because we're welcoming some guests in. I'm a new member of the family as an Aggie. Uh, in fact, I was standing while I watched you do your show with Ryan last week. Wish I had a chance to say howdy. But I want you to give some advice to Longhorn fan as they come into the SEC. As an Aggie fan, I didn't get that. It was a baptism. What would you tell Texas fan <laughs> as they step into the ancient and honorable SEC and all that goes on behind the scenes that, as an Aggie, I had no idea? Well, first of all, welcome, because <laughs> Oklahoma and Texas are amazing brands in college football, just as A&M is. And it is, the conference, it, they're going to be shocked at how 
Yes, Alabama wants to beat you. Auburn wants to beat you. SEC school X wants to beat your brains in. But when you're playing somebody else, they want you to dominate. It's such an interesting culture in the Southeastern Conference. It's like SEC versus the world unless we're playing you. And it's fascinating to me because – you know, I'm immersed in the conference. I love the traditions in the conference. I love the pageantry in the conference. There is such tremendous kindness among the fan bases all over the conference. They're going to love it. And as soon as they step in, it's like it's going to be welcome. And they're going to be welcome at these at these stadiums. But when you go to Saturday night in Death Valley, <laughs> you're you're going to be like, oh my lord, this is different. This is not normal. This is not the same that we've experienced at other places. And I'm telling you, it's, it's just beautiful. It's a beautiful place. to. I'm just so grateful I get to see it every Saturday. Uh, Marty, because outside looking in, is Dabo misunderstood? Because I'm, I don't know him from a can of paint, Marty, but sometimes he rubs me the wrong way. I saw you sat with him. Is he misunderstood? And what could you tell us You know mm-hmm. that you learned from him? So I think that the interesting thing about Dabo is he's exactly who you see. Oh. I've I've been around him a lot, guys, and he is exactly who you see. I've been around him after games, interviewing him. I've been in press conferences. I've sat across from him more times than I can count in one-on-one interviews where I have the opportunity to ask him open-ended questions that let him share his truth. I've been I've sat outside Trevor Lawrence's house the night Trevor got drafted number one in the NFL draft and just had a conversation about life, love, family, leadership, all of it. So I've kind of seen all corners of this dude. And he's the exact same guy all the time. At least he has been around me. Gotcha. My personal experience is that. And so I, I don't think you're alone. I think that there are a lot of people who wonder, can that be exactly who he is? <laughs> in my experience, it is. And he's unapologetic about it, which I also appreciate. I appreciate guys, that. Wor- like, I do, too. In a world where so many of us lead with insecurity, like going back to, you know, like I, it took me a long time in my life to my greatest insecurity as a man is I like to be liked. And I hate that about myself. Me too. I wish I didn't give a damn. You chose the wrong business. Correct. But I'm getting better at not letting outside influences that don't have any bearing on my daily walk influence my daily walk. Marty, you just summed yourself up. And my perception of you is just that. And and as you've gone in and and your career has gone the way it's gone, is there an interview out there? Is there a person that you have not talked to that, man, once I get an opportunity to sit down and pick his brain as that I expect you would even before the interview, is there anybody out there, you or man or woman, that you, man, I want to meet this person? Many. Um, Well, I've met MJ. I've Mm. spent time socially with MJ. I've never interviewed MJ. I would love the opportunity to do that uh, right there in your town. I would love to learn from Greg Popovich. I think he is – I wanted him in this book, but I think that was a little bit of a pipe dream on my part. <laughs> um, he He's a brilliant man, and I love that he doesn't suffer fools. I love that he appreciates – the thing about Nick Saban I get asked all the time is, how did you get him? Like, how did you get to a place where – 
you can laugh with him. How did you get to a place where he gives you this rich content? It's because I, I exhaust myself to make sure that when I walk into an interview with Coach Saban, he can tell immediately that I am honoring his time. Mm. And Coach Saban is one of those people mm. that if he realizes you've done your work and you're honoring that time, he will reciprocate it. And from afar, I've never met Coach Pop, but from afar, that's exactly what I see from him. Absolutely. If, you, if he sees that you honor his time, he's going to reciprocate that. You will see him everywhere. College football, SEC game day, Marty and McGee on the SEC network, and a phenomenal writer. Go get the book. It's good for your family. It's good for your soul. Sideline CEO, leadership principles from championship coaches. That's Marty Smith. Make sure you're following him everywhere. And we appreciate you stopping by, man. It's been a genuine pleasure. Grateful for you both. Thank you for your spirit, and I really am grateful for the platform. Have an awesome weekend. Thank you, guys.